0: Lord be with you. I am so thankful to my mother. Thankful that when I was a boy, my, my mom took a Bible and she showed me how to find the book of Psalms. She showed me. I mean, it was easy. You just open your Bible and right there in the middle of the Bible is the book of Psalms. And I have been turning to the book of Psalms ever since. When I was a hospital chaplain, I notice that if, if a patient had a Bible with him, that more often than not, that Bible would be open to the book of Psalms. We like to turn to the Psalms in times of trouble, in times of fear, uncertainty. My wife, Rita, and I begin every day in the Psalms. We read and pray five Psalms a day, and those five Psalms a day gets us through the book of Psalms every month. Today I am pondering and praying Psalm 37 that is a Psalm of David. Psalm 37 might well be one of David's last Psalms because he says in the Psalm that he is writing as an old man. In verse 25, David says, I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Psalm 37 is life lessons learned by a man who has lived much and done much, the words of a man who has sinned greatly and been greatly forgiven. And you know, as a grandfather myself, I like to think that David is writing Psalm 37 for his grandchildren. I say that because David is skillfully writing Psalm 37 as an acrostic psalm. That is, it's a psalm where every other line begins with a successive letter of the alphabet that makes the psalm easier to memorize. So, I like to imagine that David is writing these verses as life experience for his grandkids to learn and live by. Of course, we do not have time in a of podcast to look at or read all 40 verses of this psalm, but... I want to take just a couple of verses from the beginning of the psalm and and the rest of the psalm actually illustrates what David is talking about in these couple of verses. Psalm 37, verses three through seven, the voice of experience, someone who has walked with God for many years. I I begin reading with verse three. Trust in the Lord and do good so you will live in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will make your vindication shine like the light and the justice of your cause like the noonday. Now, I see here in my Bible some some verbs, some things for you and me to do in our walk with God. And I've underlined these verbs to highlight them. Trust in the Lord. Take delight in the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Be still before him. Wait patiently for the Lord. I want to focus for a moment on verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him. And he will act. Think about the way before you today. David says, you commit that way to the Lord. Trust in him and God will act. One of my heroes is the great missionary, doctor and explorer, David Livingston. Perhaps you know that famous phrase, Dr. Livingston, I presume? Words spoken by reporter Henry Stanley when he finally found Livingston deep in the jungles of Africa. As Livingston had not been seen for six years as he was taking the gospel deeper and deeper into the remotest, unexplored parts of Africa. David Livingston said that he recited this verse, verse 5, that he recited it five times a day. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. Livingston said that this verse guided his way, sustained his way, for the many years that he journeyed and ministered in Africa. Now, the Hebrew language is a very concrete language that uses words that are, whether well, that are word pictures, And that's true of the Hebrew word that is translated commit, as in commit your way to the Lord. It's the Hebrew word galal, G-A-L-A-L, that literally means to roll, to roll onto. It's It's a word picture. So picture it, imagine it, that you are rolling a heavy burden You are rolling what you have on your shoulders, rolling it onto God's shoulders. God can carry it. God can bear it. God will act. Commit. Roll onto God your life. Roll onto God the way before you. Roll onto God whatever it is you are facing. Commit. Roll unto God your way. Trust in Him, and God will act. This is David's voice of experience. David Livingston's voice of experience. And you know, I'm finding it true in my life too. Now I look up this Hebrew word galal, commit. I look it up in a concordance and And I see that David's son, Solomon, that he uses this word galal in his book of Proverbs, his life principles. In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, Solomon says, commit your work, galal your work. Roll the weight of your work unto God and your plans will be established. I'm thinking that Solomon probably learned this truth from his father, David. The importance of committing our way to the Lord. The importance of committing our work to the Lord. Trusting in him and the Lord will act. I do not know what your day looks like. I do not know what you're facing. I do not know what the way before you looks like. But would you right now take a moment with me in prayer to roll it all onto God? Roll it all onto God and put your trust in Him. Turn it over to God and God will act. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler. Thank you for listening. Until next time.